The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink. The TNT Shop has it all at TNTradio.live. You're with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Why is everything about division? Divide and conquer is their game. Turning us against each other with the fist of social shame. We need to unify brothers and sisters. Become one heart and one mind. And even though we think and feel differently, we have to know that we're divine. And Adam Ruckus Clark and Karen Hunt are gonna help us to unify the world on TNT Oh yeah, Adam Ruckus Clark and Karen Hunt are on the Joseph Arthur Technicolor Dreamcast right here with me Hello y'all Welcome to the show Karen Hunt, Adam Ruckus Clark We need (laughs) to unify brothers and sisters I'm writing, this is going to be my Oliver Anthony protest song all about unity that was epic <laughs> amen like brother thanks <clears throat> i started writing that earlier today um because i do think unity uh, is uh i've been hearing it from guests more and more actually people mm. picking up that spark of like you know what we need to resist division and even though like we're battling all the time against you know evil forces i think the way um it, it, how do we find the balance let's start off there how do you guys think we find the balance between fighting the evil in the world and not falling into the trap of division that's a that's kind of a huge question what do you think karen do you think it's possible <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I do think it's possible, but I think people don't, you have to actually, people have to actually want to do it. And uh, people are being manipulated so much now. I've written a lot about that recently, about it being pushed towards extremism. So we are being pushed into these corners. And even um, in uh, uh, Trump's interview with uh, Tucker Carlson, he said, you know, he his comment was, he talked a lot about that how much love there was, but also how much hate there was. And he didn't specify exactly what he meant, <clears throat> excuse me, what he meant by that or who, who were the people that were filled with so much hate. He didn't say say who they were but um but but we are really being pushed into these corners. And so I, I think I have some ideas about uh, how we can do that, but you know we can we can talk about it further. Maybe uh, Adam Ruckus Clark would like to chime in. <clears throat> Ruckus can chime in, but I'm definitely interested in your ideas oh. <clears throat> on how we do that. Ruckus, what what do you think? Well, I mean, it's a tricky question, isn't it? Because your your question was, how can we fight evil without falling for the into the perils of division and all that, right? Well, right. yeah. to fight to fight against something automatically means that there are two sides there's automatically included in that loaded question there is division already you know 
So yeah. there's always going to be uh, a division. But I see what you mean. Like, how can we come together and fight a common enemy? I think is what you're what the bigger question is right how can we uni- unify together to to fight against the actual real evil because this is a spiritual battle this is bigger than just politics you know what i mean or even bigger yeah. than transhumanism technically like your last guest was talking about um but yeah it, it's fascinating and and i love what you and frank were talking about and i knew you weren't kidding when you told him you were writing a song about it but i didn't think we would hear the first parts of it tonight <laughs> that's the way you work yeah always doing five things at once and writing songs while he's doing the other five things at once um yeah, so but but that's very important. We, we do absolutely need to come together. It's one of my favorite things. Um, the um, the analogy the uh, from the movie Bugs Life, when the the grasshopper is explaining with the use of the seeds that you know how each individual seed might not be a big deal, but when they all finally realize they're all you know and come together, then you know what can the uh, the wicked do, right? You know, not much. Yeah. Well, and what you said is really true about how like yeah, within that question there's already division, you know, if you're you're fighting against an evil agenda, you're already you're bringing the division, but maybe the division is the evil, you know. And and because it, it's really difficult because even with that whole thing like, you know, in that song um that I started writing, it's just like uh you know, we, we, you know, become one heart and one mind. And even though we think differently, we have to know we're all divine because so many people fall into different trains of information. And, and what we perceive as evil, they perceive the opposite, like the mask agenda or the, the, the vaccines is the perfect example of that. And those are like sort of the symbols of it. I mean, people who wear masks, at least, you know, when COVID first came out, they were, they, that was the virtue signal and it probably will be again. Um, whereas we see that as succumbing to evil and the exact opposite of that. So the division is baked into that pretty hardcore. So that, I guess, brings me back to Karen and, and what do you think some of the solutions are to, to well, fight the division? <laughs> You know, there's only one solution. And as a, you know, believer, (laughs) there's only one solution. We will continue this cycle, you know, uh, for uh, until, until we basically destroy ourselves, unless, unless we find, you know, unless we get out of it and turn away from this, you know, hatred and division and all of this and, and turn to back to God, you know, this is, this is the only answer, the, the one true God. So that, that's what I believe, you know, and we can discuss all kinds of things, you know, changing the politics or, you know, changing whoever's in charge, but none of that really ultimately solves the problem. And I find it interesting that, um, you know, th- th- there's nothing wrong with with one world you know there's nothing wrong with you know it's interesting because what they have done they took what jesus you know if you think about the first um uh the first church <clears throat> excuse me um it, it, it was sort of a social it was a socialist uh, sort of a base you know it, it, it was the first kind of socialist set up where everyone was you know sort of living together and sharing everything nobody said oh this is mine or you know all all of that so you have to remember that was the that is the original example Mm 
of what we've been given that we that you know to give to share to love to, you know all of these things but we have been taught um the opposite and the and the really and the truth has been twisted so much so that now you know it's it's one world and the new world order and it and it's so so it's confusing because in in our heart we you know we we naturally respond to that because we know it, it actually that's the only way for peace right is if everybody comes together and if everybody you know loves one another and yet you know it's pervert it's perverted so there's always this element of truth in within evil you know which draws us towards it and and so um i think that you know the the real the true uh, warriors, the true people who who um, who who are fighting against this evil, are the ones who, you know, I think more and more who live in reality, who reach out to, to their neighbors, who you know, who who spread, I mean, spread love. One of the last pieces I wrote, some people angrily said, um, you know, because I said we must not turn towards extremism and people will say, no, that is the only answer is to be extreme. But the answer is not to be extreme. The answer is mm. to d deny um, that extremism because because to become, I mean, we should be extreme in our love, you know, extreme yeah. in our, you know, and, and but this is this is not the message that anyone wants to hear now. And my fear is that at this moment in time, it doesn't matter who becomes the next president; it will be fascism. It will because people have been so divided now. There's so much hatred. Whoever get, gains power will want to unleash that revenge on the other side. You know. Mm. Well said. Interesting points for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised that people are saying we need extremism. That seems, I don't know, half-baked. Uh, yeah, I wanted to say dumb, but I was being generous. <laughs> uh, you know, because it's <laughs> like, I don't know, because uh, then you're falling right into the sort of diabolical mm -hmm. plan uh, of the of the dark side of the spiritual war that we're in. Um, what do you think, Ruckus? It's all just a little too extreme for me. I'm shocked at Karen. I had no idea. Um, I think I'm, do I do I need to call the authorities? I'm scared. Yeah, um, probably. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, actually, this kind of goes a little bit to the point that your previous guest Aaron was talking about, Joseph, uh, about how like um, once like the like the Trump supporters. Okay, God bless them and all, but they're they're so whipped up in a frenzy now that they want to wish upon the people who are doing this to Trump the same thing that they're doing to him. Whereas, mm -hmm. say, a Christian loving viewpoint would be to literally forgive thine enemy, right? Like yeah. literally, and turn turn the other cheek. All of the exact opposite of what's being like right now. People are getting so angry and are seething mad about the indictment of Trump, and it's embodied in that that smug crazy insane what do you guys think about that mugshot i have to i'm curious there's something very interesting about that whole thing yeah. but it's i don't know wild it's the it's theater it seems like but i mean listen the mugshot in and of itself is interesting i agree but the fact that he made that his first tweet back on twitter uh putting that up and you know with whatever message he had with it and you know his website and uh, you know, the battle is on, and essentially, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. That part was like, 
pretty pretty amazing. I mean, in terms of spiritual, e- e- uh, what's it called, ikido, 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 or you know that kind mm-hmm. of martial art vibe, like using mm-hmm. the enemy's force against against itself. Yeah, he essentially doesn't need to go out and do his campaigning or his rallies. I mean, he's going to have the trials going to be, uh, you know, broadcast. I mean, he's got everything that he that he wants or that he needs right there, and he is raising so much money. And the minute that that before that mugshot came out, everything was planned. I mean, he's you know the, he's got T-shirts and mugs and you know selling all this stuff and so you know it's like the right has become just like the left you know every on the left they have their blm and they had their you know flag and now everyone's going to be wearing a trump you know a t-shirt with uh with trump's face on it you know and um and the money's going to just pour in and it's all about that it's because yeah as you say it's just become like a like a huge big theater it is really interesting yeah, what did you think of it, matters. <laughs> you're, you're so right, though, Karen. But, um, you know, it's not that hard to for somebody to have had the foresight, like knowing that he was going to get his mugshot taken, to have it all ready to go and just wait on the picture, right? So there, there, is, there is a layer of innocence there in my mind. Uh, but the, the fact that they, they, we live in a world where that's a thing, where like somebody's like, oh, yeah, we better get on this because, you know, capitalism and everything, it's, it's really crazy. And, and um, uh, Joe Biden did the exact same thing. They, they also capitalized on, on the whole thing. You know what I mean? So you, you made an excellent point about, you know, the right is doing the ex- – it's like I'm saying, we're, we're, we're all – Ah, neither side is any better or worse than the other at this point, in my opinion. It's just terrible. <laughs> what, what I find, oh, sorry, what I find interesting is, um, you know, will people really? I think this is like a, another big test, like COVID was. You know, will people really rise up and go out into the streets and fight? You know, actually in the real world, you know, will they get their get their hands dirty you know or will they just continue this battle like and become even further zombified by just you know continuing in this virtual world that i think that's it's another sort of a test to see how much people have really been captured into into this sort of uh, virtual world of you know fighting and, and uh you know and forgetting about the actual real world yeah, it all seems distraction-based in, in theater, you know. It, it definitely is drawing me less in as, like, the importance that they all that they want it to have, you know. It, it, it feels like a distraction at this point because I think it feels like a distraction because it's become so absurd on all levels. I mean, and, and a mess, like, you know, tr- Trump indictment, mugshot, it's just out of an Oliver Stone movie. And then you have mm-hmm. Biden who can barely put together sentences. <clears throat> and, you know, I feel like RFK Jr. is 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 the real deal. It's not that I like think, agree with everything he says or anything like that. And I can see people, um, you know, being, you know, very suspicious of, of any politician. But he seems to have... I don't know, his heart in the right place in general. 
I would say. And that doesn't mean I agree with him on Israel-Palestine or anything like that. It just means, as a guy, I trust I trust him, I think, to a certain degree. Uh, but, Joseph, you, you said yeah. the same thing last year about Trump and Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Okay, I know. My track record isn't great. I admit it. But, you know, like... <laughs> but there's something endearing about it, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not a political expert, okay? But but yeah, the Trump Biden thing has become so absurd. I think part of why I think that way is cuz it, it just they both feel so loaded. On, on those two guys, Trump and Biden, you know, it, I feel like if either one of them gets elected and obviously one of them probably will, uh, I think our country is just going to go straight into some kind of weird version of a of a civil war, maybe not one with guns and everything like that, but just the division, like, you know, like what you said, Karen, that it's mm -hmm. almost instant fascism. I, I think there's something to that. Yeah, my, uh, you know, when I was a kid, like in seventh grade or something, I don't remember a lot of my education. <laughs> you know, it's all it's pretty much a blank from, you know, when you're a kid, you don't remember a lot of what happened in, in school. But um, I had a teacher, so um, social studies teacher, I believe. He was a, an amazing teacher. And at that time, communism was the big scare. You know, it's all about communism. Like nobody ever thought fascism would rise up again. But he said, mark my words, it will be fascism. And for some reason, me as a 12-year-old kid, I've never forgotten that he said that. You know, I, I don't know why, but I never forgot that he said it because it was it was so um, odd to me. You know, I, I can't even believe that I was that aware at that point in my life, but but I never forgot what he said. And sure, and he was right. It, it seemed crazy. Nobody was saying something like that then. You know, nobody was saying that. Nobody would have ever thought time. that possible. Yeah, yeah, my, my know, teacher. Me, what amazing guy. We need to get him on TNT and see what he says now. <laughs> I don't if know where around. he's today. Anyway, <laughs> let me take a quick break. We'll be right back with Karen Hunt and Adam Ruckus-Clark right after these words on TNT. TNT Radio's State of the Nation. What is the status in Maui right now? Let's talk about Joe Biden's visit. There are gaps after goofy statements, after dumb statements. Every speech heaped adulation on the president for his ability to show up in Maui, to be empathetic about what happened in Maui, and most importantly, to heap praise upon him for all the generosity of the federal government. That generosity, as astounding as what I'm going to tell you is true, is $700 payout per family. Now, many homes here have three generations under the roof. Grandparents, parents, and children all live together. It's the Hawaiian way. So some houses might have 10 or 12 family members living together. Can you imagine how far $700 goes amongst a dozen people? Not very far. State of the Nation on TNT Radio. A better business tip from TNT Radio. 
News Talk Radio listeners are some of the most active and involved listeners of any format. TNT Radio listeners rely on TNT Radio often as their primary source of information. They trust TNT Radio and are highly engaged with the content. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, speaking of complicated issues that make getting past division complicated, uh, Alice Cooper loses brand partnership after slamming trans movement. Uh, He signed a deal with a cosmetic company called, get this ruckus, you're going to like it, Vampire Cosmetics. Uh, In an interview with Stereo Gum, Cooper was asked about other rock giants who have come out against transgenderism. And he says, I'm understanding that there are cases of transgender, but I'm afraid that it's also a fad, and I'm afraid there's a lot of people claiming to be this just because they want to be that, he said. I find it wrong when you've got a six-year-old kid who has no idea, he just wants to play, and you're confusing him, telling him, yeah, you're a boy, but you could be a girl if you want to be. I think... That's so confusing to a kid. It's even confusing to a teenager, he continued. It's even confusing to an adult, I would say. Uh, He says, you're still trying to find your identity, and yet here's the thing going on, saying, yeah, but you can be anything you want to be. You can be a cat if you want to be. I mean, if you identify as a tree, and I'm going, come on, what are we in, a Kurt Vonnegut novel? Uh, Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> <Kurt Vonnegut> novel. <laughs> novel. Novel. It's so absurd, and it's gone now to a point of absurdity, he says, end quote. So that right there, you know, I mean, to me what he said is very measured and, and common sense. He's talking about very young children being confused about identity, uh, and nothing in what he said sparks of hatred to me at all uh he's he even says to start i'm understanding that that there are cases of transgender and he's a christian guy i mean he's pretty famous for being way up on jesus even though when you look at his image he does look like he comes straight from the belly of the beast interestingly Mm -hmm. that the cosmetics brand was called vampire cosmetics there's a little black pill fodder for our ruckus uh but uh, interesting, right? Because this this is one of those issues that, you know, the people like us who are that might agree with what Alice Cooper just said there, and I thought he said it in a good way, um, you know, get called evil or hateful uh, and when it's exactly the opposite. What do you guys think? Ruckus, you want to start with this one? Um, I'm confused. Are we talking about the same Alice Cooper? If, yeah, if Alice that Cooper. Dude, that dude's a Christian now. That's totally news uh, to me. He's and been he's been Christian for a long time. I he, had he, no idea. Oh yeah, All no. Right. He for one, he he is a, a a real Christian for a long, long time. Been married to the same woman forever. Family man. Uh, lives out here in Arizona, I believe. Karen with us. He's mm. I think our neighbor, mm. and he is an incredible golfer. Like bad to the bone at golf not like for real like he's like really good at golf he's not a hobbyist uh 
So there you go. I mean, he, well, I didn't. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, I didn't. I just, I didn't. We know are that. vast and gonna... we contain multitudes, Ruckus. And Alice Cooper looks a certain kind of way, <laughs> but underneath that scary <laughs> vampires that will he, always surprise you. You know, yeah, a vampire can it. surprise you, bro. He built his career specifically intentionally acting satanic, so that so that's why I'm well, just, musical I'm theater, musical musical right. theater, like you know that's right. that well, in, in his know. in Anyways. his view, he's a real he's he's the real deal. He's right. a great guy, actually. I'll he's take like, your word for it. I, I know All people right. that work with him, and and I've heard nothing but him being uh one of the best guys out there so okay. interesting well, then, that he lost this brand deal for saying something as measured well, as that was well i'm not surprised because like w the the boycotting thing goes goes both ways like there's the conservatives that don't want to work with the the woke satanic lgbtq type mm -hmm. stuff right and boycott beer and target and all that stuff but there's there's a whole segment of the population that don't want to work with christians if, if you can believe such a thing and that's been very real for quite a while um so yeah vampire brands yeah you know come on uh it doesn't get much more christian than vampires right yeah um just saying uh i the, the thing about the musician though he's not the only one didn't carlos santana also oh yeah. Come yeah. Out? yeah i saw yeah. that yeah but didn't well, he uh, apologize carlos, he did he instantly yeah. and he was a bit more hardcore on his uh you know the way he said it was a little bit you know a little ropier than the way uh alice cooper said it and then it was funny i i actually saw a comment under the carlos santana one on some news story that said uh cue the apology tour in three two one and the very next day he came out apologizing so that was pretty funny nice so and then but then on the other side you you've always got the hollywood actors and actresses coming out in full-blown support of these types of things like i saw george takei coming out yeah oh gosh that guy oh my uh, yeah. yeah you know what i'm talking about so he's all like oh this is terrible what they're not allowing kids to mutilate themselves this is the most yeah. horrible thing i've ever heard it's so disgusting it's like it's he compared it to kids. internment camps <laughs> it's crazy because it's just about the kid most of us don't like most of us do not care what adults want to do at all. I certainly don't. I wish you all the best in life. I love you. God bless you. I don't judge you or condemn you. But kids, that's my whole thing. It's all about the kids in this. It's like, let's let kids be kids. Let's keep those issues away from them for as long as possible. But Plus, it's, it's a horrible... Uh, it's a terrible responsibility to put on a child to to put it into their mind that they should choose make they make such a choice right. as to whether they are you know this is the thing you know that that is it's like you know it's like two parents when they get you know when they get divorced and then putting it on the child now you need yeah, to choose between us you know it's it's the same kind of a thing i mean no child should have that type of heavy responsibility put on them at that age you know they're they right. are no, in I, no way ready to make I such quit. a heavy decision you know and this Absolutely. is what's i think terrible about it you know and the other thing too is when parents would say yeah but if my kid is showing displaying that well yeah love your kid no matter what your kid is don't like try to make them be different than what they are if if you're if you have a little boy that's being kind of effeminate don't be like hey you need to toughen up but accept accept who he is love him for who he is teach him self-acceptance but i totally agree with you karen 
don't then say choose a gender don't take that then go to the next level and buy into the propaganda permeating our society yeah. right now you maybe know? he's a minotaur <laughs> what oh yeah that's a new thing who is it somebody was saying this oh, is yeah. a revolutionary the new revolution that children how one children are leading the, the the new revolution i don't know somebody was saying that and then as minute you know thinking that they could be minotaurs this is such an amazing incredible revolution that children are leading no sorry yeah yeah well they're focused on the kids you know because that's that's who they can really change i think and you know the 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 kids minds are are their target really because they know people like us are fixed in our ways no. Old oh yeah, they don't ways. care about us. Oh, you know what? Can I say something? Um, I have been reading a book called "Live Not by Lies." Have you heard of this book by Rod Dreyer? I highly recommend this incredible book, which goes into uh, what happened during you know, in uh, Eastern Europe uh, during communism, and it and it highlights some of the great um, you know people who stood up against communism, uh, and uh, and and I think you know and and it really applies to what we're going through today. So to get back to what you were talking about before, about what do we do? How can we fight against this? Um, it talks a lot about just building, you know, building small communities. So you build, you know, when everything fell apart, you know, when, when the world became so dark and it was so impossible and so frightening, um, people started building these little communities in the, and it's the same thing we could do today, you know, in the real world. I mean, we, we do it like we're doing it here you know um, you build these communities that lift you up that 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 um, inspire you that that help you to overcome the, this this darkness that that center you in a place of um, you know of peace and joy and because these are the things that we forget about we, we don't talk you know we talk about all this oh, all these horrible things that are happening but there is a place where you can go you know that that gives you joy and peace and love and it's a kind of an addiction what what people are going through now you know people have become addicted to this kind of highs and lows of the hysteria mm. of, of the news you know it's a Absolutely. kind of an addiction and so to, if so to refuse that addiction but to find that place of peace and joy and contentment you know with with a group of other people and he also said and, and one of the other things was that they found that the only way that they survived was by reaching also beyond their little group of everybody believing the same. So let's say you had a Christian group, mm. you know, and, and even within Christianity, we have divisions, you know, there's Catholic, Absolutely. there's Protestant, whatever. But there, there became no divisions like that because they had to all come together and to be strong. And the people that survived, the people, and they, that's how they created the resistance was by these little groups. And so, you know, we think that we can, I had somebody tell me not that long ago that, you know, the battle is being fought, you know, in, on the internet. No, that's where they want us to fight. The real battle must be fought, you know, in the real world. And the, and the battle, when, you, you're, when you're in a battle, that doesn't mean that you're going around killing other, other people or whatever, but that means when you're, when you're in that battle, you're standing up for truth and, and, and what's right. And that makes you the warrior, you know? 
What you're saying about the addiction with the news cycle, I totally felt that when I heard about masks returning and the, and mm-hmm. the sort of mask mandates coming back and COVID 2.0. I felt it. I felt like a little kick of adrenaline in myself. And this is the last thing I want. I don't want any of that to return. But I, I was like, it struck me like, uh-oh, there's going to be a lot of people that are ready to go back into that cave of division and and that sort of the virtue signal and all the rest of it that comes with it the you know the sort of just what that because 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 it it boosts up animosity and that boosts up the ego and we are we are always weak to our ego and and so the ego will like it yeah mass come back because then that means i can be right and i can be angry and i can be in yeah, and, and now this time we're going to turn on the other side you know because we're strong yeah. now we're gonna we're gonna fight back and exactly. remember that there's a lot of people who made who became big influencers and made a lot of money off of that That's true And for it to go away, you know, I think of Alex Jones, you know, and the same things happening in, in, you know, alternative media, we call it now, but, um, but you're hearing, like, you hear it one time, whatever you heard from Alex Jones about, you know, masks returning, you hear the same words over and over again, and it goes across the alternative media. It's the same kind of, kind of thing, you know? But it's happening. It's happening on colleges already. It It, it it actually is happening, so... It absolutely could happen, yeah. Live Not By Lies, but it also Mm -hmm. says A Manual for Christian Dissidents. Is that the same book? Yes, A Manual for Christian Dissidents. It's a really, really wonderful book, yeah. How'd you find that? Uh, One of my uh, subscribers to my Substack um, told me about it. it. Oh, he actually sent me the money (laughs) to buy the book. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I might get it. Ruckus, chime in here. What do you think of all this? Are you a Christian dissident, and are you going to read this manual Karen's telling us to read? Yes. Sounds interesting. (laughs) Um, For sure. Um, Wow. I don't... Yeah, you're so right, Joseph, because I don't know if I told you. I think I did, actually. That that day that... um, I think it was the beginning of this week, I reported on how like oh my gosh it really looks like the the they're going to try for another lockdown i was i was i was pissed i was angry just just to hear the news and i mean and that set my whole day um and i think it pretty much set the whole week for a lot of people like to think and then like and then you're right uh karen like there's always going to be somebody to uh, make money off of it immediately when people were like Oh, they want to put us in the lockdown like bam, then there's a whole new spurt of creative memes and 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 more t-shirts yeah. and mugs. You know, Absolutely. like oh yeah, so like, you know, let's all like roll out the old school like, you know, anti um anti-lockdown stuff again and, you know, I don't know, but you're right, it's probably going to be more popular for the, the people who are going to get harassed and discriminated against and um facing all of the discrimination and all that um the stuff that they did to us it's going to be the tables are turned on them now we're going to be like making fun of and and interact you know in a negative way with the people who do go along with these things so i think it's actually going to be like 
it's going to be less of a mandate this time, but they're going to trigger people to to make the choice. And I think it's going to cause more of a, a, this division between each other this time around. I don't know, though. It's already being mandated at some colleges, man, as we speak right now, right now. Some I, I forget which well, okay. colleges. It's but Morris like, Brown right College. Now, and OK, you're right. Morris Brown. That's right. But. But so like if they would just say, hey, we're CDC or WHO or whatever, we're recommending you wear masks again. That's all. Say that all day long. And then anyone who wants to wear one, have a have a fun life wearing your mask. I love you. God bless you. I wish you no ill will. The only problem comes when they say you got to do this to come to this school or when they start mandating it. That's where it, that's where they cross the line. I cannot believe they haven't learned that lesson yet. Well, it's not only that, but it's so many, you know, I mean, they were able to do it one time, so they'll probably do it again. But, um, but th what they'll have to do is they'll have to make it even scarier. They'll have to make it even more terrifying. And I, we're not at that place yet. I mean, there's so many things that they can do now to whip up a frenzy in people that, I mean, we, we, we're on the, we really are on the brink of, you know, a, a nuclear war, you know, we've, we've got that. So, you know, we've got, you know, unleashing of, of, you know, of bioweapons. We've got, you know, there's so many possibilities of, of things that they can do to terrify people. Um, so, of course, nobody's, you know, I, I mean, in the beginning of COVID, I was scared. Nobody mm. knew what that was. You know, I was scared for, you know, a couple of weeks or, a month, Me too. you know, about three and, weeks, um, I was and it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, and so I think that's about the time that it was, but <laughs> you know, and, and to a mat and, and then we think, Oh, well that could never happen again. But remember that we also thought in the, you know, if you compare it with Trump, nobody ever, first of all, nobody ever thought he would win the first time. Then when he did win, then he was silenced. Imagine all that time that he was, they effectively silenced him. Whoever thought who would have ever imagined we would be where we are now, you know, with, you know, whipped up into a, a frenzy again with him, actually the possibility that he could win. I mean, they take, you know, I say it, it's menticide over and over again, you know, these waves of, um, of fear and hysteria and that, that, that are getting just increasingly bigger and bigger and, and more intense and happening at a faster and faster pace. And so I think it's hard for us to imagine how we could come to a place where we might again be afraid. But I think that I, I'm sure that day will come and we'll just have to be stronger this time let's than last be stronger. time. Let's be yeah. stronger and let's take a quick break and listen to these words on TNT. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. We've had several super typhoons this year. None of them have hit land as a super typhoon. They've all weakened. Now, it's kind of funny because when I went back to research this little ditty I'm giving you, I was looking at headlines of all this hysteria about these super typhoons intensifying. Taiwan and China prepared for super typhoon. And that particular system, of course, went just to the north of Taiwan and fell apart by the time it reached China. It was still a typhoon, but 
not anything out of the ordinary. And we saw what happened in Japan. We had a minimal typhoon and a tropical storm. The tropical storm was a Category 4 typhoon, but by the time it got to Japan, it weakened. I'm saying all this because we've got a real problem in Taiwan next week. We could have a super typhoon make a direct hit on Taiwan. See, those other systems, I was looking at them saying, yeah, they're going to fall apart. Not this one. So that could be a real problem in Taiwan. Now, Taiwan has had 10 or 11 super typhoons hit it. As a matter of fact, you go look at a list of Taiwan typhoons. I'll try saying that fast three times. There's 84 of them. In the meantime, Franklin, which is a storm in the Atlantic Ocean, will stay out at sea, probably become a major hurricane next week. But we have a feature over the Caribbean. It's very unusual to see features over Central America move north the way this is doing at this time of the year. It's not over the Caribbean, it's over Central America. That usually happens in June or October. You get features coming out of Central America. But because of the distorted pressure pattern that we see all across the Atlantic Basin, this is going to come north, and it looks to me like Florida has a hurricane threat next week and the southeast Atlantic coast also. So, Governor DeSantis, get ready. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. Chris Domine is a husband, father, an athlete, even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris's kidneys were failing. The doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant, you are going to die. Chris received a second chance, made possible by an organ donor. Your well-being changes from loss of hope to better times ahead. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT, with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast. All right! Back here with Adam Ruckus, Clark, and Karen Hunt. Now, Ruckus, is it true? Is Oprah Winfrey's whole, uh, place in Maui painted blue? Is it true? Are all the rich houses and bugaloos painted blue? What is, Or is that fake news? Where did sometimes. you hear about that? It was did I tell Listen, you about that or something? Well, I've been hey man, I sometimes go on black pill sites or whatever it is uh, accidentally, inadvertently. I'm no conspiracy <laughs> lunatic, but you know, I have my uh I have my fun. And so okay, what's so up with that? that? Crazy. The, the blue the blue stuff. Are these houses blue or what's going on? What's All right, up with well, Maui? I- Okay, what is up with Maui? All right, let's address the conspiracy theory that you just brought up because that is fascinating. There there are videos and pictures out there suggesting that a lot of things managed to magically survive the terrible fire that destroyed Lahaina in Maui, Hawaii. Um, But it's like, I I don't know about that because there's lasers that could be used that could be like, you know, programmed to not set this particular wavelength color blue on fire. And there was this weird thing where a bunch of celebrities out there were painting their houses, at least their roofs, this color. Uh, It could just be a coincidence because the other excuse for that is that it keeps the house cool or something. Who knows? But uh, what's not a conspiracy, Joseph, is the actual facts that are coming out of here. At least we have to take the facts that are presented to us with a grain of salt. But when even the Associated Press comes out saying some things, I think we need to just at least listen and pay attention. Um, There was a really shocking report uh, out this week from the Associated Press uh, that more than suggested, it literally said that people uh, who disobeyed the authorities would set up this barricade 
were pretty much the ones who lived and everyone else who just obeyed what they were told and turned around to perish. Uh, So that I, it's a very powerful, interesting message, especially in light of what we were just talking about. You know, again, we're going to have these authority figures just telling everybody to obey blindly when, when we all know, like when during the pandemic, at least at some point after that first two, three weeks, whatever it was, when we started to wake up, hold on, something's not right here. And then they're, they're mandating things and we were resisting, you know, and, and resist to this day. Um, just a, an interesting reminder, you know, especially when it comes to like the clot shots, you know, and people say, oh, you have to do this. Well, sometimes disobeying what these like so-called experts are telling you, which goes against your own gut feeling, you know, uh, disobey. It could save your life sometimes in certain instances, you know. It's uh, it's true. Non-compliance can be a lifesaver. We've certainly learned that lesson. Now, I hear like the the other part of that conspiracy that it, like if the fires were intentionally set, um, is that it's a setup for fifteen-minute cities. And the reason why they pick islands is because to try to do it in a, in a major you know city would be far too complicated but islands are, are sort of testing grounds for future 15 minute cities is there any um is there any truth to those kind of claims or have you heard anything about that ruckus or karen well of course naturally but the thing is like to to what degree did somebody go out there with a can of gas and matches did they use directed energy weapons was there lasers shot off of a ship somewhere that they painted with the chinese ccp flag who the heck knows i argue that yes i believe that there is a deliberate plan for a lot of places um and for exactly that type of thing that you're describing some stuff like the 15 minute cities right uh, but i believe that it's a long game and that they just let things intentionally fail and you look at all of the things that could just you know take take the official story and it all makes sense there you know the the power grid company um hawaiian electric was was sounding the alarm about uh speaking of alarms they didn't ring the alarm so they see there's another it. example yeah exactly. but, but the, the, but the electric company was trying to warn um, the, the government officials, hey, listen, we got a problem. We need to clear out this brush. We need to replace this here and that. They had to work on stuff. They ran out of money and they kept being told, oh, well, actually, you need to focus on this, the diversity, equity and inclusion stuff. So there was a lot of a lot of contributing factors that spread out across time, I believe, led to exactly what we're happening. So I believe that a lot of these things are systems that have been slowly breaking down over time intentionally that at whatever point things pop off it's going to pop off but i don't i don't believe that anybody intentionally started this fire at this time but it, it, they purposely let these systems fail waiting for these types of disasters to happen you know helped along you know because it's going to happen if you don't take care of the problem ahead of time you know there's no prevention intentionally is what i'm saying yeah. interesting Karen, yeah. what do you think there, there's i have a friend she's from maui and um you know her parents of their her family and she said that no the people they they don't take care of the land they don't do what they're supposed to do to prevent these fires and so that's what happens and the, the same thing happens in california <clears throat> that's why we have all these fires because they're not doing and, and i think even when trump was president he was complaining about that, that that the states don't aren't doing what they should do to take care of the land so these things happen and then they're exploited and uh, i wrote a little piece about um <clears throat> California's plan to buy up beach homes threatened by rising sea levels. There's in 2021, Scientific American announced that California's plan to buy up beach houses threatened by rising sea levels. And a senator introduced a, a bill 
that would create a revolving loan fund for buying vulnerable homes. The fund would provide low interest loans to beach cities and they would then be and offer dollars to homeowners. So, you know, when these things happen, sort of the same thing happens on Maui, you know, your home is destroyed, you can't afford to rebuild it, you're going and then then the state or whoever comes along with, you know, maybe Bill Gates or or whoever behind it, you know. And they are and and also these you know, you know these billionaires that live there are now offering a lot of money to this to the state and don't think that they're not asking for something in return because they always do you know so so it's a it's a way to transfer land that's been perhaps in you know in in people's um hands for a long time and into the hands of these of these oligarchs or wh- whatever you want to say and this and the same thing ha- is happening in california if they if they make people fearful that their, you know, their homes along the beach, you know, that, that never turned into a hurricane, Hurricane Hill, or Hillary. It was never, it never turned into a hurricane, but it, you know, it was enough. They kept repeating and repeating it. So things like this that happen, and then people are willing to, you know, get rid of their homes and sell them for a song and, um, and, and get out. Uh, Assemblyman Christina Garcia said, I have a cabin that burned down recently in a wildfire, and I don't think I should rebuild. It would be great if no one rebuilt and the government bought my land i just i that and bought my land so i think we should be thinking about other areas like our wildfire prone areas you know so they're encouraging people don't rebuild just you know sell it to the government let them take over your land hmm that's an interesting point why do you think it got handled so badly i i mean i kept hearing reports about how no matter where people tried to go, they kept getting led back to Front Street. And, and you know, like you said, people lost their lives through compliance. Um, do you think that's just ineptness, or do you think there's something more nefarious at play with that part of the story? Well, I don't, I'll just say, I can tell you a story, okay? When I don't know if I've told this story before, but when, you know, when I was a kid, my family, we were traveling all over the world, so my dad could gain inspiration for his books, and we were on a, we were on a ferry somewhere, I don't know, in the, um, uh, I think it was somewhere in the north, like near Norway or someplace like that. So we were on a ferry and the ferry came to the port, you know, and everybody was, everybody started rushing towards, there was a lot of people on this ferry. They started rushing towards what they thought was an exit. And my dad, <laughs> if you heard any stories about my dad, he was an unusual man. And um, he said, no, that's the wrong way. We need to go this way. And he turned around and went against the tide and he pulled, you know, my family six four kids and my mom we followed my dad and we and sure enough he was he led us to the exit and 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 then all the people started turning around because that exit that was up there was closed you couldn't get off you couldn't get out and people were just ramming against that side and he turned against the tide and of course i was embarrassed always embarrassed by my dad because he was always going against against the tide you know but that taught me it was a big lesson that i never forgot you know um don't just follow the way that people are going and i'm and i'm sure if you're in a situation like that imagine how how terrifying that situation was people would just do what they were told it would be the unusual person who would say no I'm gonna go this way you know true I mean we you know a lot of us dealt with that around COVID but 
R- Ruckus, do you think something nefarious is... I, I get that you don't feel like the fires were intentionally set, but do you think there was something nefarious in the way that it was handled towards like endangering human lives? It seems to me it would be oh, yeah. obvious. Okay, so what do you think? What's your, what's your I, I, I don't know how far... Because, I mean, at, at first I, I thought, you know, originally, like what I was talking about a minute ago, how it's intentionally set up to fail and they just wait for it to fail but in this case there really seems to be a direct hands-on um effort to make it worse uh i i don't really see a lot of evidence that the, the proverbial they started it but holy moly why did they make the decision to to block the exit why did they why right. did the alarms not go off why did they w- withhold the water at, at, at the end of the day somebody or some something is is calling the shots and and that was absolutely um preventable i mean there's no excuse for it whatsoever and i, I would hate to think if that all came from one person that person is incredibly inept or absolutely just evil i mean and and we are seeing you know proof of actual evil uh right now just look at the headlines i saw this story it's so heartbreaking you guys probably heard this about uh this woman i think she's in the uk but she she's a serial newborn baby killer she worked at a hospital and she was just killing newborn babies while she worked there uh, it was, it's just it's Good crazy Lord. to me how sick this world is can, yeah can i unhear that now jeez <laughs> I, I, you're gonna have to come up with a real positive quote in the next five <laughs> minutes to undo that one oh now listen yeah I, I yeah it's hard to fathom um the whole thing I, and i don't know if y'all saw any of the videos that were released from from maui when people were trying to get mm-hmm. out and they just kept getting guided back into danger it's just just like and i mean i wasn't there obviously but it just didn't it seemed very obvious that there there was like it would just go against your instinct to survive to get away they just kept getting pushed back towards where it was dangerous i was just like doesn't make any sense at all so even if there aren't any energy weapons that created it but then again you have the boats in the middle of the sea on fire. How do you explain that? Don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't even really talk about it because I don't know. You know, we. I don't think yeah. we know. Ruckus, and uh, what do you, what's your yeah. explanation of boats on fire in the middle of the water? Uh, well, I I didn't. You know, I can't prove that that was real because I wasn't there. I didn't see it. You know, it, it could be a wagon. Well, you didn't dog see the boats of, on fire. Well. <laughs> I wasn't there. I, you're talking about I'm watching All video right. of boats on fire, yeah. and I haven't but talked to anyone from the boats island. Were on fire. Okay, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll take their word for it. But like, yeah. I, again, I don't. I'm not a firefighter. I don't understand the science of the, these these uh, the the fire yeah. hurricane cyclone the conditions that were there. Every place is very unique, and I would imagine that islands are in particular very unique, especially volcanic ones. Um, so there's probably a yeah. lot to this that I don't understand. But there are well, a lot of fishy things that does lead one to believe or suspect that yes directed energy weapons of some sort were utilized and and then that's another black pill moment right there just why is why are these stories that happen so full of fodder for black pill scenarios and conspiracy theorists that in and of itself is suspicious like all these stories this one is so rife with uh, you know, potential conspiracy that it's almost like 
that seems to be part of the point as well. You know what I mean? To make everyone go crazy with conspiracy, like the blue roofs and all this stuff. Like, how does it always arise like this? Well, it's only going to get more and more crazier and crazier. Bizarro. We live in bizarro world now. And uh, they're going to take every single thing that happens. They're going to exploit it. And I think that's why yeah. people just have to not you know, refuse to follow this addiction. <laughs> it's an addiction. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, Pergosian, another conspiracy. Yeah, I wanted to talk down. about that. The owner so of the bad. Wagner Group has died in a plane crash. But you can read all about it on Break Free with Karen Hunt, her wonderful <laughs> Substack, because that's her latest piece we didn't get to it on this hour but karen hunt thank you for coming on the show tell people how to find you i just told them about your Substack, but yeah you can look me up at break free with karen hunt on Substack or k-h-m-e-z-e-k k-h-mezek.substack.com and find all my wild stories there amazing writing go there i highly recommend it ruckus how are you going to take us out on this fine Saturday evening? I was thinking maybe a movie and a dinner. Oh, wait, that's not what <laughs> oh, you mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. I'll come. I'll uh, come over right uh, now. How about this? Uh, there is value in unity because uh, we can learn truth from each other in the process. Uh, God bless you guys. Thanks for having me, Joseph. Nice to talk to you, Karen. Thank Great you. way to bookend a, a show about how do we not be divided. A quote on Amen. unity. Leave it to genius, ruckus. Adam Ruckus Clark, Karen Hunt, thank you. Keep listening, everybody, to TNT, and have a great weekend.